0: Hey there, everybody. Franklin Taggart here. It is time for a virtual coffee break. I've got my coffee. Grab yours. Let's have a chat for a minute, shall we? Uh, Let's see. It has been a busy, busy day here. Um, I've been wanting to, to move my room around and get things kind of switched up and moved into places where I can actually access my music equipment and start recording. And uh, so I spent most of the day today doing that, moving things around. As you can see, I have a little bit of a different backdrop today than I usually have. Boy, I'm also feeling kind of (laughs) hoarse. So for those of you who are waiting for my voiceovers, you're going to wait just a little bit longer until until I get my, my voice back. Uh, a couple of things that have been kind of popping around in my mind today. The first one is that um, I've been really struck by um, some lessons that I learned about messaging um, a while back. And uh, they, they keep coming back up again. And the thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit is the the idea that sometimes we have a passive... Uh, a passive voice in our messaging or a passive uh, passive kind of approach in our offers that we, that we give to people. And what that means is that we, we kind of let them be the ones to, to shape the offer or to tell us what they want and then we, then we adapt to that. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. The only reason that I'm bringing it up is because, in my experience, um, that hasn't been a very effective way uh, to to get um, people into the next stages of a relationship, um, as far as a business is concerned, like a customer relationship. Um, so, the thing that I would look at is like uh, an example of this. Um, I can I can think of a few from my early days, especially uh, when I was just learning how to promote my musical performances. And I would I would say all of the different things that I have done, and like make a whole list, and, and the list was long. It's like okay, I've played for um, I've played for bars, breweries, corporate events. Um, you know, Christmas parties, the above, all the above, all the above. And I had like a list of maybe like 20 different things that I offered. And I was expecting the person on the reading end to, to kind of figure that out for themselves, what they wanted, and then tell me. And one of the things that I found was that that was just not was not working it wasn't landing for people and as a result one of the things that would happen is that i'd put all this information out there and i wouldn't get the gigs that i wanted wouldn't get very many gigs at all and so one of the things that i had to learn was how to be a little bit more assertive in my messaging and in the offers that i made and so what that what that began to look like was that i would um i would come up with um a performance and the best example that I would that I can give you right now is that I I did a, a performance um, several years ago called the Johnnies, and it included John Prime, Johnny Cash, John Lennon and uh, John Hartford I think <laughs> there were about five Johns that were included in it but it was it, the gig was all music by people named John and I took that around to all the different coffee houses and places like that, and it was easy for the promoters to say yes to because they were five um, very popular singer-songwriter performers, and those kinds of shows had a tendency to sell really well. So the thing that would happen is instead of saying, "Well, I'm just a folk singer," or "I'm a you know, I'm a singer," I would say, "I have this, I have this show for you." and I'm going to bring it to you. Now sw- switch over to when I started coaching. Funny enough, I did the same thing. Um, I basically let everybody else kind of fill in the blanks as to what kind of coaching they needed, and then I would just you know, show up and try to give them the coaching that they needed. Well, that didn't work, and people weren't able to really trust that or they weren't able to, uh, they weren't able to really understand it or rely on it. And so what I ended up having to do was again, come back around and talk about this is the specific way that I help specific people, right? So one of the things that would happen is that a lot of people, especially early on, a lot of people were seeking me out for help with, um, with career transitions. They wanted to transition from more traditional, conventional career path into a creative career path like music or art or writing or something like that. And so one of the things that I would always, you know, then start to do is um, if you would like to um, transition from your uh, traditional career to a creative career in the next six months, I have a program for you. And when I started to put it like that, people started to take me up on the offer because it was easy to understand and they knew if they needed it or not and it would be a good jumping off place. So the thing that would happen is that if I, if I was too passive, like if I left too many blanks there, or if, if I left, um, if I kind of left it up to them how I should show up, they didn't know what to tell me. They didn't know what they wanted. So what was really funny is like that was really a, a good setup for me to get gigs for, you know, working for cheaper for free. Because those are the ones who will call everybody until they get what they want. In any case, that's kind of what's on my mind tonight. One of the things that uh, came up in one of the podcast interviews I did last week was the whole idea of messaging and, and how um, how our messaging really needs to be... First of all, very clear and understandable, but it also needs to be um, an, a reflection of our voice, so that people, you know, what you see is what you get, kind of a thing. Um, and I feel like that a lot of times uh, we try to show up in in the way that we promote ourselves. We try to show up as kind of a a hype a hype person. I know that I've done that before, you know. If you go back and look at my old websites and my old social media posts, I've tried all of it. And the things that work best are the things that are authentically me. And it's one offer for one person. And it's me being very clear about how I can help. right. So if I can just kind of keep it simple like that, I do just fine. But if I just if I kind of leave it as a fill in the blank kind of a Mad Lib kind of a thing where the person on the reading end has to fill in all the blanks and then tell me what they want. Well, very often they pass me by. So, those are the things that are on my mind on this fine Sunday evening. Um I'm going to be in, in this new configuration for a little while, and I'm still kind of figuring it out, but um, I appreciate your time and your attention as always, and I look forward to being back again. If you haven't checked out the conversation that I had with Jess Kotzer on Friday, um, it, it's a wonderful episode. It was really just kind of a, um, a n- nice conversation. Um, We covered a lot of different topics, so it wasn't just about any one thing, but it was kind of about the entrepreneurial life. And I think if you haven't heard it yet, that you'll really enjoy that one. So go check it out. I'll be back again tomorrow with another coffee break. Have a good whatever it is where you are. So long.